Welcome to Food, Wine, and Whiskey, a podcast all about having fun conversations on tasty dishes, vinos, and spirits from all around the world. Rob is your host. He's an avid home chef, WSET Level 2 Award in Wines, and a whiskey drinker and collector. Time to set the table. Here's Rob. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Food, Wine, and Whiskey. Going to be a fun conversation today. I'm going to have a special chef on who uh, is an expert in the cuisine from Mexico. Going to talk about dishes that are not typically seen here in the United States. When we think about Mexican food, typically we think about our tacos and our nachos, enchiladas, things like that. The chef we have on as a guest today is going to dive deep into the regions and the foods of Mexico and some of the fantastic oh, flavors. Oh, yes. That they mm, have. Yeah, oh, oh. What do we have here? Uh, mm, a fine tasty. podcast, I see. Here you can fear. Hello. hello? Oh, hello. hello. Yes. Oh, that podcast you have there. May we, may we have a taste? Oh, what a, what a rare looking vintage. Ooh. Mike, he's got a lot of wine in here. I think I can find something to pair with that food. Jeremy, you got to. We're, we're, we're wine snobs. Chill Who out. is this? Uh, uh, yes, we're here to, to sample your, your podcast. I'm not sure. Am I being hacked? What, what is going on? Mike, there's a lot of good wine in here. Uh, Jeremy, that one looks expensive. Put it down. Uh, 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 oh, fuck. God damn it. Uh, was that a mole Anything back? that's old is not good, just so you know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's your fuck, Jeremy. This is the dustiest bottle I could find, Mike. Uh, anyway, we're here to steal your podcast. Okay. okay. I'm not sure what that means, but uh, do, do I have to surrender my show? Um, I mean, it would if you want to put up a fight, you know, I, I, I've been hankering to whoop some ass over a podcast. But. Well, in that case, I just hostered my weapon. Mike, he packs just like we do. Uh, they always have guns, Jeremy. <laughs> I never think I mean, to bring I mean, a gun. Texas. Well, we're in Florida, so <laughs> okay, we're, we're cousins. We we are. When it, we, yeah, we're we're both in the real America. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> is, now it seems less than a takeover and a, more of a collaboration. <laughs> uh, well, you know, take the take the afternoon off. We'll uh, we'll sit in this uh, dusty wine cellar and do your podcast for you, and you can take a load off. You know, drink some of this fucking wine. There's seventy bottles on the wall. What the fuck? Mike, a charcuterie board. Oh, there's a sharp board. Were you, you going to eat that sharp board? Not at all. You guys are welcome to it. Oh, sweet. It's so sweaty. Oh, there's like pepperoni and cheese. I love Ritz crackers. Yeah, those are great. Then I'm, I'm going to go watch some college football, and you guys, I can't can't wait to hear how it comes out. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll let you know when we're done. Let's go, Baylor. Okay. Do you have a, what is it, one of those bleach pens? We might get lots of wine on stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. I'm used to it. My wife. My teeth are turning purple just thinking about it.
Welcome to Michael and Jeremy Still Your Podcast, where we do your podcast better, faster, stronger, and hornier. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great, buddy. How are you doing? I'm doing super fantastic. Always. And uh, what a doozy of a podcast we've stolen today, Jeremy. Food, wine, and whiskey. Things that we like. I love two of those things. What's the thing that you have food? You hate food? No, food's good. You've told me you hate food. Well, it's getting to the point. <laughs> I'm getting tired of it. I'm getting really fucking sick and tired this of it. To tell everybody that's out there, one day Jeremy's just like, I just hate food. I'm just sick of it. I'm, I'm just sick of food. It all tastes the fucking all... same. <laughs> it's all garbage. <laughs> you order... You're, you, we said this uh, uh, if you on the Patreon, our interview with Rob... You were talking about how you're an Alfredo boy. Yes. Yeah. Well, fucking good luck finding a good Alfredo. I anywhere. do. I, I, I do it all the time. It's all terrible. It tastes great to um, me. Olive Garden's got a pretty good Alfredo for dipping your breadsticks in. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. besides that, it's kind of garbage. So go to Olive Garden then <laughs> for your Alfredo. <laughs> I'm tired of it. They have great they're, soups, they're, too. Yeah, but their chicken sucks. I've never had their chicken. You've never had, Oh, you just get Alfredo noodle with noodles? I get soup, salad, and breadsticks. Every time you go there? Yes. Wow. You are basic. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cheap and you get so much because it's you, all unlimited. You can't just eat salad and bread. Soup and bread. No. You dip the bread in the soup and then you can change up the soup. So sometimes you get a savory soup and then you get a creamy soup. No, it's and just then like you get a, a minestrone salad. or an Italian wedding. No, no. They have three or four different soups. Yeah, I named two of them. One has chunks of meat in it. One's like it's like soups. an Italian miso soup almost. There's minestrone. There's some with noodles in it. There's, there's like brothy soups, and then there's like creamy soups. You're saying soups. There's not creamy soups. There's a creamy soup. There's a minestrone. There's a Italian wedding. Yeah, which is the one you're talking about. Has little chunks of meat in it, and all the beans and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yep. What was your question? I'm just saying you can't, <coughs> dude, the only food that I can really love now, I have to make it. If you make it from scratch at home, not out of the jar, uh -huh. it's the only way that I can truly sit back and take a bite of food and be like, wow, this is really good. Oh, okay. So you like, do like food. You just don't like buying food and eating it. You get it from anywhere. Like, uh, So I found this out in my job, right? I go to a lot of warehouses, a lot of distribution centers. Yeah. So Because they have big roofs. Right, but they're, they're, they're these trucks, right? And they oh. have pictures of pizzas on the side of them. And they're the company so that supplies all of the ingredients to all of the pizza places. Oh, uh, okay. So it's all the same. You might think it's different. It's not different. It's this, they, they get, here's your shipment of sauce to you. And in business number two, here's your same shipment of sauce and dough. And every, everything just tastes the same. Mm -hmm. And once you've had it enough, it's just garbage. Well, processed food is that there's a whole war on it. What? You, what? There's a whole war on processed food. There's a war food. going on? A war. There's a war? Eisenhower said it. <laughs> I thought there was just a war going on in the Ukraine. Oh, a, a war on drugs. And I think they stopped that too. Processed food. <laughs> Pretty sure you can go. What war is there? Is it just the one war now? Pretty sure you could go do meth legally in Oregon now. Oh, wow. I think the war on drugs is over. Yeah, yeah. If we can, if we can do meth legally, yep. I think, I think, I think, I think drugs, psychedelics. Yeah, the <laughs> we lost the war on drugs. <laughs> drugs <Yeah>. win. <laughs> they took a really bad approach to the war on drugs, but their heart was in it. Yeah, they really, really, really wanted the world to be boring. <laughs> yeah, well, 
Meth is pretty exciting, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so I see uh, you've pulled out Elijah Craig, Mike. Yes, I have some Elijah Craig here. Would you like some, Jeremy? Yes, I, I would love some Elijah Craig. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, wait. Elijah. Let me, let me get... Oh, so <laughs> that great. was clean. Yeah, it was. Let me pour this in. I still have to find those photos for Rob. I want you to send them to him for real. It's a quiet pour. It didn't do well it over didn't the microphone. Sound like anything. <laughs> anyway, uh, cheers, Jeremy. Cheers, buddy. Mm. Oh, this is great. I actually heard once from a, uh, a distributor that I asked him, um, should you drink whiskey neat or on the rocks? What's the correct way? Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever you like. Oh, yeah. It's, really? Yeah, You're absolutely. supposed to drink it however you like. You know what? I might have actually heard that on a podcast oh, somewhere. So good. So we chose Elijah Craig today for our whiskey. So we could we could tell the world Are about it. Are you playing footsies with me? I wasn't trying to. You just tickled my toes with But anyway, toes. Elijah Craig. <laughs> it, is, it is not a super, super expensive whiskey. It's, uh, you know, yeah, a $30 bottle, $31 bottle, depending on where you go. But it's just, it's got this, it's got this special, uh, like, spice. It's got special spices in it. It's almost like if you added cinnamon to bourbon. I don't know. And it's got this, this earthy, like, like, almost like a gin kick at the end. But yeah, very earthy. Yeah. Tastes like mushrooms. But it's just so good and smooth and delicious. It's just like a spicy bourbon. Is it your favorite bourbon? It's it's up there. It's in my top ten, definitely. Elijah Craig, uh, me and my buddy Justin would uh, would get Elijah Craig, and uh, enjoy enjoy Elijah Craig. Do you have any whiskeys or do you have any whiskeys that you enjoy for special occasions? Um, I think my favorite bourbon for something like that would be Woodford. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the taste of Woodford. It's like. Oh, it's great. It's lighter. Mm-hmm. It's a lighter taste. It's not like a, <coughs> oh, I just swallowed poison. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I like to drink that when I fly. Woodford? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I'm fucking 30,000 feet up in the air, I like to drink Woodford. <laughs> but only when I'm 30,000 feet in the sky. <laughs> um, other than that, for, You shan't be seeing me drink at that sea level. For, for certain special things, I like scotch. I like scotch on my daily now, but... Oh, what are you doing? I've also brought a sharp board, Jeremy. Why do you keep calling it that? Because that's what I call it. It's a sharp board. It's a charcuterie board. Right. In short, it's a sharp board. Uh They got some cheese and meat and crackers. (laughs) You're eating on the pot. Do you want me to hit your cough button? What? No. (laughs) I want the world to witness this. Mmm... How is it? It's really good. Would you pick salami or fucking this pepperoni? Yeah. Salami? Yeah. That's yeah, pretty good. <laughs> so, we have our whiskey, and we have our sharp board. We were going to have wine. I bought a fine bottle of Marlowe. Of what? I bought a bottle of Marlowe. Of what? Marlowe. And uh, I left it at the house. But then I found out that you probably wouldn't have drank it with me anyway. <laughs> oh, I would have. <laughs> oh, okay. For the... You know, for the show. <laughs> for the content. Shit's disgusting, though. I like a fine Marlowe. I don't think anyone does. Mm-hmm. No, nope. I think that they think that they're supposed to like it because wine is 
supposed to be fancy. Wine is one of those things that that we in particular just aren't super, super well-versed at. No, I've tried a lot. I've tried a lot of different kinds of wine. Yeah. Um, It's all trash. (laughs) I like, but that's coming from someone who will drink sweet wine. Like, I grew up with, uh, (laughs) for Hanukkah or Shabbat, there was always Manischewitz Concord grape wine. Yeah. It's sweet wine that you would let the kids drink. Or like a Moscato. Yeah, well, uh, Roscato, red, a red Moscato. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hate it because I, I, because since I do like sweet wine, it's usually red. When someone pours me a glass of red wine, I get excited and then I taste it and it tastes like dirt, dirt and shame. Oh, I'd imagine, I think when I think back in the, in the day, the Greeks, when they were drinking wine. Yeah. What do you think that was? Do you think it was different? I, I've always believed that it was sweet and the way they drink it in the movies and stuff, the way they're just guzzling it down. Mm Mm-hmm. I picture it as being a sweet drink. I've never pictured that. Really? Mm-mm. You've always pictured it as like dry. Yeah. And just makes you dehydrated <laughs> immediately upon drinking. It's all equal amounts of dehydration. Just because it's sweet doesn't mean it's going to give you electrolytes. Mike, I don't think you should just keep chewing into the microphone like that. Why? I don't know. Here, look at this. Ew! Oh God! Why are you talking about food, right? Why are you doing that? I don't know. I'm looking for those pictures. I don't want that. No. Uh, You didn't record that yourself, did you? Washington will do anything. You didn't record that, did you? Let me find the pictures. Oh, for everyone out there, Jeremy just showed me a a video of a woman shitting out uh, uh, fucking boiled eggs, eggs. (laughs) whole entire eggs, and she was just shitting out eggs. I don't know. You said you wanted to talk about food. Why? (laughs) Why that? Here's the bikini barista. Oh, that's nice. That's my buddy Cody. You can see her butt and most of her, bo- oh, almost pretty much all of her nipples. Uh, that's just her. A- oh, that's you and her ass. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. <laughs> That'd be a cool picture for social media. Do you want to put it on there? I'll put it on there. I'll give it fun. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, that's a that's a that's an ass mm-hmm. next to your face. Look at her face. Yeah, and she's sticking her tongue out. <laughs> Well, that's fascinating. And, and you were just getting coffee from there. Yeah, yeah, that's a coffee shop. She's a barista. She's a professional. Look at her. Look at the most delicious coffee she made. She made that. Yeah, she made that she coffee. Also, with that particular coffee. Speaking she, of salami. She made the coffee and then she put her finger inside herself and then stirred the coffee. No, she did not. Yeah. And then gave it to Cody. No. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yeah. What happened in that woman's life to where she needed to do those things? I don't know. She looks pretty happy to me. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess. All right. So uh, the the other thing, this the, uh, the food, wine, whiskey, wine. Again, we're not super big on wine. So why don't we try and call somebody who is big on wines and see how that goes? Well, you, you know a sommelier? I don't. So what are you doing? I'm calling doing? a phone number. Did you Google sommelier? Sort of. Hi, uh, I was wondering if you had a sommelier that was like that could talk to me for like uh, five minutes. Uh, we don't really have one on staff, but if there's a specific question you have in mind, I can see if someone can help you with that. Yeah, anybody that knows anything about wine, that'd be great. All right, hang on just a second. You're stuffing your face with cheese, Mike. I love cheese. You're stuffing your. You <laughs> might want to put the lid this. back on that thing. You can't just chew cheese the whole episode. Thank you so much for holding. This is How can I help you? Hi, 
My name is Michael. I'm actually here with my associate, Jeremy. Jeremy, say hi. Hi. How are you today? Doing well, thanks. How are you? Uh, doing well. We just had a couple questions about wine in general. Could you answer some questions? Um, sure. Okay. So, uh, do you like wine? Yes. Okay. So, you, uh, what's your favorite wine, if you had to choose? It's just in regards to the or how can I help you guys? Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely involved. Because you guys deal with wine, and we're asking wine questions. Okay. Um, I don't have a favorite wine right now. Oh, okay. That's that's fine. Uh, I like what, wine, but I don't really love it. Oh, oh. see, that, that makes that's, a lot of that's sense. That's what I'm like, Mike. I'm, I kind of like it. Yeah. I don't love it. Now, uh, if you had to choose, what's a good wine that goes with, like, fish? I've never been able to, to figure that out. Um, a white wine. A white wine with fish? What about Citrusy. chicken? Does it depend, what, does it depend okay. on what kind of fish it is? Does that change? Oh, that is a good question. What the kind of wine you would pick? Um, not really. Just depends on kind of like what kind of flavor profiles you have versus what kind of flavors you like. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we're going beef. If, I assume if that's we're, rare. we're having we're having a medium rare steak, what would be a fantastic pairing for like a, a nice juicy um, steak? A cabernet. Ooh. I would a, say a cabernet. A cabernet. What What does Marlowe go with? It just depends on a few different. I mean, red wines go with you know meats and. Breads and pastas, um, white wines go with, you know, lighter dishes, salads, fruits, um, fish dishes, seafood, you know, um, lighter, lighter dishes. Okay. So something heavy, you know, something like a heavier dish would go with one of the red wines. Okay. And what do you like to do when you're not talking about wine? <laughs> um, I, I mean, I don't really know. I, 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 I just work here, so. No. Oh, okay. Jeremy, do you have is any it, other questions? Is it Merlot or Marlowe? You said Marlowe. I'm Marlo. pretty sure it's Merlot. It's a fine, milky Marlowe. No. <laughs> I don't think milky. What's your Mar- name? My name is Michael. Okay. And where do you guys work, or what is this in regards to? Uh, we're just asking some questions about wine, so that way we can uh, talk to people and get information about wine. We're, Are we're, you looking to purchase any bottles of wine from our store? Actually, are you looking to come in for a wine tasting? Or? Ooh. What it, uh, when it comes to your dessert wine, something. Have you ever been to the or I just. I've never been to there. Is it nice? It is. Um, I actually, I, um, I have to go take care of a guest, but if you want, I can give you my email address. I'd be more than happy to answer some questions. I just don't know if this is the right time. I'm getting a little busy for, um, for my weekend. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. Bye. What was that? <laughs> what do you mean? I was asking questions about wine. <laughs> She's like, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm at work, sir. Do you want to call another one? <laughs> yeah, of course I do. <laughs> of course I do. We're already doing it. <laughs> She's like, are you going to buy anything? <laughs> she doesn't want to buy something. wine market. Let's talk to I hope we can talk to I don't want to get one of his subordinates. I want to talk to I want to talk to the man on top. Your call cannot be completed as dialed. Why are you beeping? Nothing. I love it. We're on the. We're doing phone stuff. I'm gonna try and beep their names live. They're gonna hear it. Though. I know. It's gonna. Be, don't do that. Why? Because I'll do it in post. I'm gonna do it live. Don't. Fuck it. We're doing it live. Oh my god. Why don't you call Total Wine? I'll I'll try that eventually. We'll try this one. There's like 1,800 people at Total Wine at all times. Have you noticed that? Yeah. When you walk in, there's like 30 employees, ready to help. Eventually, you're gonna answer. If they answer, we're both talking. Who cares? Leave a message after the tone. Have a great day. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Was that a message? Did you leave that as a message? (laughs)
Oh, man. Well, let's try liquor, leaf, and wine bourbon. <laughs> no, that's just a... Come down to my gin, vodka, rum, bourbon oh, store. Oh, God, this is this one, this one. This Pierre's Wine Cellar. Oh. That one sounds promising. I've been itching to use this music button. No. <laughs> Good afternoon, Pierre's Hi, my name is Michael. I was looking to speak with a sommelier. Is one available? Uh, yes, hold on, please. Thank you. Good afternoon, Olivier speaking. Hi, my name is Michael. Uh, I am actually with my associate, Jeremy, here. We have, a, we have a show, we have a podcast. We want to talk to you about some wine for a minute if you're available. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Wonderful. So, uh, so you're a sommelier, is that correct? Yes. All right. Uh, what kind of schooling did you go through to, in order to get that title? The, the French, uh, National French Hospitality School of Nice in France. Wow. Program with all every every degrees that were from that school, including wine, restaurant management, and hospitality management. Wow. Wow. So you 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 have you made a career off of your palate, tasting wines, being able to identify. Uh, yes, I know because. Yes and no, because I became very fast a general manager uh, of big French hotels, both in Nice, France, and in Minnesota. And I overseen a lot of restaurants and everything and gave advice for the people that were buying the wines. Oh, wow. That's very impressive. That is in- incredibly impressive. So you've got your finger in a lot of pies. A little bit. <laughs> uh, is this something that you like to do? The, this is, so you've, you've decided to make a career out of this. Are you, are you getting joy out of your job? It's a passion. I grew up on a vineyard in the south of France, overlooking the Mediterranean, but it was too small for me. I needed to travel the world, so I went to that hospitality school, one of the best in France, and worked for a very, very powerful French startup that in a few, in 20 years, covered 120 countries all over the world. Wow. It's very inspi- it's it inspiring. me from Nice, France, as a general manager, to a big French hotel in Minnesota, servicing 1,000 customers a day. Wow. That's crazy. So that's it. Um, so, 20 years, I left and... Oh, wow. When it comes to, uh, when it comes to wine in particular, what, uh, I guess it matters what you're eating, but what's your go-to favorite wine? You know, my, my favorite doesn't, doesn't count. Mm. Uh, I didn't tell you one thing. I have a marketing degree with a Jesuit in Minnesota, Magna Cum Laude. Uh, what is very important to us, and I was like that as a general manager, is what people like. I know what I like very much, you know. I have one French wine I like, and I love American wine. So, but that's me. It's not necessarily the people coming to us here or current there where they were coming in my different restaurants in Minnesota. Uh, we had to service what people like. Oh, of course. So w- would you agree, and uh, someone who has been tasting wines for as long as you have and, and uh, teaching people, uh, is, is the area that grapes are grown in really that much of a contributing factor on the taste and quality of the wine? It's one of them. It's one of them. Uh, in France, we have a word that doesn't translate in English called terroir. Terroir is the nature of the soil, is the climate that is on the earth of that soil, and the culture of the people. Italian wine, Italian, I'm a mix of French and Italian. Italians don't do the, the wine necessarily the same way that the French do because their climate is different. Oh. So they use different type of grapes. 
in France, which is the largest country for many things in diversity in wine, you have, I would say, eight, nine major wine regions. Uh, most of them don't share the same, the same grapes because the nature of the soil and nature of the climate is different. You know, you don't grow, you don't grow pineapple in Alaska. Correct. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I actually, uh, the, the one thing I do understand is growing plants and, and, you know, the, the, the climate, uh, restrictions on whether or not a plant's going to grow. That's just, that's just part of my job. I'm more of a plant guy. Yes. So that, that definitely okay. makes a lot of sense. Um, you, you mentioned, yeah. uh, you, you mentioned that you liked American wine. Um, do you think what or what's the difference between an Oregon based wine? When I was in Oregon, there was a lot of vineyards, and then like a Northern California wine. You know, t- totally different climate. Uh, Oregon is mainly uh, they are linked to Burgundy. They are exactly on the same latitude that Burgundy in France. They grow exactly the same grapes. They grow mainly uh, Chardonnay, Pinot Noir number one, Chardonnay, and they do some a little Pinot Gris. You go to Northern California, we are much more to Chardonnay, Cabernet Sauvignon, and Zinfandel because the climate is different. Wow. And I know California very well. So, uh, Can you help? There, there's a joke that I've heard probably my whole life. It's that friends don't let friends drink white Zinfandel. What does that mean? Oh, it doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, here I am, I am not too far from here. Uh, um, uh, seafood and fish store, you know, he has also a cafe and there is something in his, in his store, you know, friend don't let friend eat bad fish. Uh, <laughs> what is bad fish? I don't know. I grew up overlooking the Mediterranean. I am a sailor. And, you know, uh, so, uh, Pendel caters to some people, cater to other people. You can go, you know, a passion for cars. I was my son. He was Audi. I race at Sebring with him. I'm 74 years old. What? You know, yeah, but different cars don't don't go the same way. A Porsche is a Porsche, an Audi is an Audi, uh, a Viper is a Viper, <laughs> a Mustang is a Mustang. So, you know, uh, it goes to different type of people. People that don't know, sooner or later, they miss a turn, they finish in the world. People that are very good at what they do, mm-hmm. have a passion for what they do, and they know the limits of their cars. You don't drive a Mustang the same way that you drive a four-wheel drive Audi. Correct. Wisdom. So, uh, grapes are exactly the same way. Same way, you know, in the same thing of California, the, the climate of California is universal and a phenomenal climate. But there is sub, little sub areas. Not, uh, if we take Napa, just north of Napa, you have Lodi, where Zinfandel is major because the soil is a little drier. The soil is a little not as acidic, you know. Mm-hmm. So then Zinfandel goes very well there. In Napa, they go Cabernet Sauvignon number one. Why? Because where they grow the best is where they got the most money for it. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You're, you're a very fascinating individual. I just want to say that. <laughs> That's life, my friend. I'm in this country 37 years, and I love it. Wow. And I love France very much. Also. Do you, do, you, do, you, uh, do you get to visit France often? Yes, one weekend. We went last year with my son and my wife because my son-in-law turned 100 years old. I know when I can go, but I don't miss it because we, we I would say we, my wife, our son and I, we love this country. So we don't have the call to go to France too often. But when oh, we have to go, we go. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. You know, France, France is the number one country in the world for tourism 30 years in a row. You know? So there's a few things there that happen. 
Yeah. <laughs> People like to visit. They don't like to stay. <laughs> No, no, no. Some people stay too. Oh, okay. You know, don't forget that Picasso is buried in France. Uh, da Vinci is buried in France. Oh, yes. Uh, you have people like that that are buried in France. There's a reason. Yeah, understood. So, Very know. historic. Yeah. You know. um, this it yeah, yeah, yeah. it has to do with uh, media because you've been uh, in, ingratiated in in wine uh, for so long. I was wondering if there was any movies that had to do with wine that you really enjoy? Like, I love the movie Bottle Shock. I don't know if you've yeah, ever seen it or heard it. Shock. And, yeah, uh, I know it. What do you think of, uh, of the movie Bottle Shock? Was it pretty close to the reality? Oh, yes. You know, yes, uh, that was done, if I don't do a mistake. It, it, was, it was taking place in Provence. Uh, and I am from Provence, so... Uh, you know, there are several movies. You know, one was about Pinot Noir and 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 Paso Robles, uh, What was the name? It was uh, so famous 15 years ago. You know, and, and also, <laughs> I stop what I do. I grew up in a dual family. We are having a vineyard, and and doing things more than wine. But also, we have a little chain of movie theater. I grew up in because I'm part Italian. When you are part Italian, you are part an actor. You know, yeah. <laughs> That's the way life goes. You know, I grew up in Nice. We were both Italian. We became French. You know, and we <laughs> voted for it in 1860, like the Civil War here. So then, you know, you, you can have access to different things because your brain can have an understanding of different cultures. Absolutely, and that's very important. Yeah. Yes, it is. And I love this country very much. You know, to have spent 12 years in Minnesota, you need to have a brain that can adapt to the Scandinavian. And the cold. Absolutely. Otherwise, yeah. you're miserable. You know, and we are racing with my son on frozen lakes with Audis because they are four wheel drive. <laughs> <laughs> that they are. <laughs> hey, everybody. Future Michael here. Wanted to tell you about our band of the week, The Last Ditch, out of tech, Austin, Texas. Good job, cowboys. And their song, Take a Swing. And we are brought to you by Dungeon Studios, makers of 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons modules. If you're listening to this episode live, they have a special guest on today, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. They got Luke Gygax, which is Gary Gygax's son, the guy that invented Dungeons & Dragons. So they're going to have him in on and ask him some questions and things. Maybe there's a question from Majizipod about whether or not he likes Sylvester Stallone or Arnold Schwarzenegger better. I think we're going to get the scoop on that. Very exciting. So tune into that. Go to their website, dungeonstudios.co, and download a module today. Original content, stuff you'd never get anywhere else. This beautiful, immersive world of Enron. Giving you, giving you the, the stuff you need to have a fun time. I love you. Uh, actually, I, I do have one final question for you, if you would. Uh, uh, okay. This this has nothing to do with wine, but we ask everybody this question. If you had to pick Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone, who's better? For whatever reason. Huh. You know, my father was from Austria, so Arnold is originally from Austria. But I prefer much more Sylvester Stallone. That's oh, okay. All right. You and I are of the same mind. <sighs> All right, so that's another <laughs> check mark in Stallone. You know, Arnold is the big thing that moves everything, boom, boom, boom. 
uh, for me, uh, Sylvester is kind of the same thing. I love Rambo movies, you know, all those things. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's much more intricate that, uh, that and nothing wrong about Arnold. He even finished Governor of Florida, of uh, California. Yeah? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, has a lot of talent. I'm a huge Schwarzenegger fan, but, but when it comes down to it, uh, Stallone... There's more drama. It's a more intricate story, yeah. and he also writes a lot of his own characters. Yes, yes. And my favorite of all of them is the former mayor of Carmel. Um, what's his name now? Um, shoot, that did uh, Dirty Harry and everything. Um, Clint Eastwood. Oh God, my his name. Clint Eastwood. That's yes, my Clint favorite Eastwood. Actor of any any actors. The best movies ever made. The spaghetti westerns. They're fantastic. Yes, it was. But that was okay. But Dirty Harry was not spaghetti. It was. Very <laughs> it was that was that was beef steak. I, is that actually now that I'm thinking of it, is spaghetti western a bad phrase because they are they're Italian movies? Is that why they're called spaghetti western? I have no idea. I'm now I'm thinking about yeah, that yeah, out yeah, loud. Yeah, absolutely, because many of them were done by Sergio Leone, you know. Right. Uh, and he's so Italian. He did a lot of things. That guy was so talented. Uh, and Clint Eastwood was so good in all the things: the the good, the bad, and the ugly was for me one of the best western movies I've seen in my life. Fantastic. Yeah, it was a classic. Should we start should we add Clint Eastwood to the we question? We should <laughs> might have to add Clint Eastwood in. I mean, yeah. hang him high. We might have to add him now. Well, thank you yeah. so much. Thank you so much for your time. We really can really we, appreciate can it. Can we plug his store? Uh, absolutely. We, uh, would you like us to plug we are actually local here in Florida. Would you like us to plug your establishment for anybody that may want to come by and talk to you about wine? Yeah, 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 eventually we open seven days a week, so that's very easy for us. So. Oh, sure. Uh, could you go ahead and uh, tell everybody your, your, your store, your name, and uh, where you're located? Yes, absolutely. Okay, my first name is Olivier, which is a French Oliver. My last name is Uteschel, that's a, a, a German name from Austria. Uh, our store is called Pierre's Wine Cellar. Pierre is the name of our son. And uh, we are just across from the city hall of Lake Mary. We are here for 14 years. We unconditionally guarantee everything we sell, no question asked. If someone doesn't like something, we refund, we exchange, no exceptions. That's what we are. Beautiful. And my wife and I, 14 years in this location. Wonderful. Fa- family business, local, support them. A- absolutely. Yeah. We're going to try and get some more, some more business running over to your establishment. Thank you so much for spending some time with us yeah. today. Wonderful, and thank you for you to have calling us. I don't know how you found us here, but that's okay. I found you, on, you us here? on Google. <laughs> oh, yeah, many people. No, no, no. Many people find us on Google or Yelp. And we don't ask people, you know, when you have a marketing degree, magna cum laude, you know what you do. You satisfy the people. It's not to put the Porsche or the Audi in front of the store. That's, we don't <laughs> That's right. That's a different life. You know? That's the absolutely correct. Very humble. They receive what they look for. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. Well, you're and a very. I love American wife. You're. So, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I am in this country for 37 years Wow <laughs> You're a very inspiring okay. individual Sir Good, good, good It's what I believe in So it's no problem Well, keep up, keep okay. up the good work And uh, we'll get the word out for you So that way people can come by and, uh, and speak with you about some wine Good, I'm very happy that you enjoyed our, our conversation Yes, thank you so much We appreciate your time you're welcome. Take care, <laughs> my friend. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow. Wow, Mike. Wow, dude. 
That went way better than <laughs> I thought was, it was gonna go. Wow. That was the perfect guess for this episode. <laughs> hey, do you want to just randomly call Somalis in Orlando? <laughs> Why do we keep trying to set up stuff with people? Let's just call random people. Actually, oh god, I I, I told I told them that I was gonna do a shout out for them the episode after, but I'll, I'll probably do that again. But anyway, I got a <laughs> I got a random text from somebody yesterday. It yeah. said. Jamie, J-A-Y-M-E, and then a happy face. And so my res- it was an, an unknown number. And so my response was, did some lady give you a fake phone number? <laughs> and they responded like, oh, sorry. No, it's my friend. They're very drunk right next to me. And uh, yeah, they messed up the number. I was like, oh, no problem. Sounds like you guys are having a good time. Uh, you know, stay safe. Don't die. And then the response was, "Did we just become best friends?" <laughs> just talk about the show. And then, and then, plug the show. And then, and then I sent them uh, a gif of, you know, did we just become best friends? Yup. Mm-hmm. You know, from Step Brothers. Right. And then, and then they sent in another gif of Step Brothers, like so much more room for activities. And, uh, and then you sent him a picture <laughs> of your dick. And then simultaneously, I was like, "So hey, I have a podcast. I'll shout you out." What's your name? And then they're like, literally the moment that I sent that, I got a response saying, hey, since we're now best friends, what's your name? And then we both giggled and I said, Michael. And they're like, it was the first message. And I was like, okay, just wanted to, just wanted to clarify. And then, uh, and then I was like, hey, I have a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you. And then I sent a link and I was like, hey, I'll shout you out. So shout out Jamie. (coughs) Shout out Jamie. I'm still enamored by the guest we just had. By accident. A 74-year-old man. Who's done... He's traveled the world. The French and Italian. Marketing. Knows his shit about wine. He's a cum laude, dude. Yeah. He's a smart dude. He lived in Michigan. Minnesota. 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 <laughs> the rock the, Min- the Minnesota Vikings. He lived in Massachusetts, Jeremy. <laughs> I just actually... Uh, on my pick six, I went against Minnesota. So take that. What does that mean? I chose the other team. For what? For pick six. What does that mean? It's football stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Won't share it with me? Fine. Football things, cool. Mike. So you you uh you pick six teams. Yeah. And uh the underdog is worth more points. Okay. So you it gets laid out who's All right, gonna... so this is now food, wine, whiskey, and sports. Well, doesn't that what food and wine and whiskey turns into? Uh, does it? <laughs> I don't know. I, never for me. In America. Not once. <laughs> You didn't grow up in a very sports-oriented household, though. Uh, I, your dad my, was my father. Yeah, your dad is extremely sports-oriented, mm-hmm. and he's a it is, Dallas it is, fan. Yes, which we all are in Indiana. Yes, he's in Indiana. He's a but he's a Dallas fan. That's because of our grandmother. His mother is from Dallas, so we are diehard Dallas Cowboys fans, right. not by choice. Right. It's like how I'm a Patriots fan, but it was because that's what we just had growing up. Uh, but we are Dallas fans because my my grandmother, my father's mom, she was a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan, and she did not even live to see them win, win. in the '90s. Right. Even though they had Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith. And- my my grandmother passed when my father was 14, so she unfortunately she she passed very young, mm-hmm. and uh, I actually named my daughter's middle name after her my, my really? dad my dad had nothing but boys he, he was waiting for a girl so he so could, he could name, name in honor his, gra- his mom of his mom and so on his fourth boy 
he was like, well, your name's Elijah. (laughs) 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 It's the closest he could get to Eliza. Yeah. And so when I had Delaney, her middle name is Eliza in honor of my grandmother. How did he feel about that? Oh, he, he almost, it was, uh, it's the, he's not, wait, he's, let me set this up. Cause he's not a crier. No, your dad's not a crier. I've met him like twice. In my entire life. No, he's a he's he's a newspaper man. He's a publisher. He he's not a crier. Yeah, he's not a crier. He's a man's man. Uh, he loves sports. He's a man's man. I've only seen him twice, like in passing. I don't even think I've had a conversation with him ever, but I know what he looks like. Yeah, <laughs> that's about it. He looks like Jeff. He looks like Jeff bald. He's bald, <laughs> Jeff. Well, he's not that. He's not a hundred percent bald. He's what Jeff's fighting. Uh, <laughs> actually, I think I'm closer to fighting it than Jeff is. Actually, uh, it's I have a spot right here see. on the back. Uh, we'll show each other our spots. What right now? Yeah, let me see your spot. That's really not that bad, Mike. It's not that bad. No, that's not that it, bad. But, it, it, but it's there. I'm gonna get the Papa Bear eventually. Oh, that's gonna be so cool, though. You see, it's gonna be. I'll have the Patrick Stewart. Are you gonna do it? No. Are you gonna no. rock it? No, I'm in fucking treatments right now, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going bald. I reject this. Fuck her- that. This hereditary <laughs> handicap. <laughs> Rosemary is really good for your scalp. In case you were wondering. Uh oh. Okay, so Jeremy, what's your favorite food? Let's get that. Let's get that in there. What's your favorite well, food? We're uh, talking about food, wine, whiskey. Are you saying? All right. So I need specific, more whiskey. Actually, specific. So are, are you talking like? Okay. Um, no. Let me set the scenario. Yeah. Set the scenario. So uh, Jesus has risen again. <laughs> well, I'm not hungry. All of a sudden, I'm not hungry. He has taken. <laughs> he has taken all of the the good Christians uh, down to heaven, up to heaven, down to heaven, <laughs> up to heaven. <laughs> Really showing your colors there, Mike. <laughs> so he's he's taking all the good Christians up to, up to heaven to live to live with God and uh, to play uh, board games and things. And then you, you think are that's left. What they do in heaven. And then you are given the opportunity while you're stuck on Earth. It's going to be a shit show. But wait, I'm left. You can have un. Well, no, I didn't you. Get to you, you I mean, you and twelve other people. Well, but is he coming back for me? <laughs> no. Or did I get left behind? Well, the, uh, the Uber that he took to get. <laughs> He only took an Uber so, shared. He, only so Lift many people. Shared. It could only it could only handle seven point four billion people in ninety nine thousand. So what? He looked back at me. He's like, Jeremy, I'll be back. Yeah, he's like, listen, the Uber's full. It'll be another twenty <laughs> okay. years. Okay. So but, I have to live in the hellscape. Hey, but hey, but I have been chosen. <laughs> I have been chosen, yes. but I gotta wait a little bit right. longer than. You gotta wait else. twenty years. Wow. And so during that time, you don't get to age. Or like so, you I don't get to age. You do, <laughs> you do not age. Okay, you don't age. Now you, it's a good thing. Before I was like, "What? I'm not so, allowed to age." Fuck so, you. So like, say for example, if you had like a, a herniated disc in your back, that just will perpetually happen. You just won't change, right? So you won't get better. You won't be perfect. You'll just be whatever state you're in for, 20, for the next twenty years. Open? And what? What if I cut my finger open? Prior to Jesus coming in his no, Uber? after I'm protected by the After, waiting. oh, then it heals immediately. I'm protected then, by the waiting. <laughs> yes. So That's the that'll... name of the movie, <laughs> The Waiting. <laughs> so so you're, you're fine. You can cut your finger. It'll heal, it'll heal immediately. Like, you're immortal until Jesus comes back. But he oh, says, okay. listen, for the next 20 years, I, I can give you food. There's not going to be any chefs or anything. You know, the, the world is in a, a cascade of, of, it's hellscape. of hellscape. It's the end of the world. So, <laughs> yeah. so but you, you, I'll give you this Airbnb you can live in and be safe. But you get one meal 
for etern- for the next 20 years? What is that meal going to be? I have to have one meal. He's going to make an infinite, like, there's a box you can go to to get the food for the day, and it's one the one food for, so t- I, for 20 I years. I don't have anything to make that food different. No, no, I no, no. It is, it is that, that bo- it no. That it's box is it, and all the other food's been burned up by Satan. And I'm not going to die, right? No. I'm, I'm forever. So it's yes. just for sustenance to yeah. feel full? Right, yes. Exactly. I do still feel hungry. Yes, so I you have still to get tummy bubbles, and okay. you want to eat food. And so, like, if you, you like, you couldn't die from starvation. So you could go, like, if you get sick of it. Say, say you get sick of it enough, you could wait two weeks, not die, but you'll just be uncomfortable, and then you can eat again. But what's the one thing you would eat for twenty years? Wow. How you don't have an answer for this is beyond me. Well, no, I do. I'm I'm bouncing some around. Um, I'm protected. Can I? If I eat a certain thing, will it discount me getting into heaven, or I'm good for twenty years? Oh, you're like, good. You're good. Definitely. No you're matter good. what he's I do, just, he's got to. He's got to grab. He's just got to no get matter, another Uber but and no make matter his way down. What I do in those twenty years, am I still saved? Well, there's nothing to do. How can you sin? You can't think like like think about it. How are you going to sin by yourself? I'm like stuck between some kind of like a soup with vegetables and rice in it. Mm-hmm. Or uh, just one whole entire rotisserie chicken. Ooh, rotisserie chickens just are great. Just a rotisserie chicken, because yeah. you can f- switch it up with. Like, you think uh, about it, you get like light meat and dark meat, right? Right. So there's two options, right? Yeah. There. So you could be like, I'm, I'm in a dark meat, and meat. I know I'm eating the same thing every day. So yeah. I'll be like, let me eat some white meat for a while, and yeah. then I'll treat myself to the dark meat, and yeah. then I'll treat myself back to the white meat, and yeah. then if I get sick of it. I just won't eat it for a while, then I'll just be hungry. And at that point, it's just sustenance. Yeah. It doesn't need to be this flavorful extravaganza. It's like, oh, I eat this to be... Well, it doesn't matter because I'll die. It's so I'm not hungry. Yeah. I'm not going to die from starvation if I don't eat, right? No, correct. But it's just to fill the... Yeah, so I'm just stopping the hunger. So I guess my mindset would change. Or uh, hunger is just the but thing. I mean, uh, the idea would be to choose something that you do enjoy, so that way when you do eat, it it's is impossible. something super tasty. It's impossible. The, your favorite food on the planet, if you eat it for four days in a row, you hate it. No. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Not for me? No. Maybe Im- longer than four days. Maybe no. longer. Nope. Would, okay. Okay. Yeah. Weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what it is. For me? Yeah, French toast. When I no, when I God no, <laughs> French when I, toast. When I Jeremy, Jeremy, Rocky Mountain oysters. When I, when I open up that box, you know what's going to be in there? What? A fully loaded bacon avocado burger. You're going to eat a bacon avocado burger. Well, I guess you could take it apart. Fully loaded bacon avocado burger. So you just eventually, when you're sick of eating the whole thing, you can't eat that same burger every day for a month. I mean, I could. No, you won't. I promise. Have I you ever eat eaten the I, same food every day for a while? I could and I would. I've been very poor and very homeless. Yeah. <laughs> and I've eaten the same thing every day. Yeah. It, you'll never want to eat it again. After like two weeks, you're like, fuck this. I don't if even want to smell it. If it was a fully loaded bacon avocado burger, I would eat it every day. Once you smelled it, once you opened up the box, you go, <clears throat> you'd have a, it, your body would mm. change. You go, <clears throat> it's not even tasty. It's like, uh, I don't know. It's like, so if, if, if you were given a slice of your favorite cake, Okay. Right? Yeah. They put your favorite cake in front of you, and then you were like, give me a, a super sugary chocolate milk. And then you drank a whole glass of chocolate milk before you started eating the cake. Uh-huh. The cake is not good anymore. It doesn't have the sweetness. The sweetness is gone. Yeah. Yes, your I agree with you on that. Absolutely. I agree with that. Once you smell that smell, 
and you eat that same thing again and again and again, you just, the smell becomes, it turns your body, it turns your insides. That pizza, remember I got that pizza that I found? Yeah. And we ate it and Delaney's like, oh, it's the best pizza ever. Yeah. I ate, I hadn't eaten that pizza in 15 years since I was a child and it was my favorite. I couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. I ate it I for remember, a yeah. week. Every other day, I'm like, order another one. I'm eating this pizza. If I smell that pizza right now, I will throw up. <laughs> it was my favorite pizza in the world, and it was better that it was a mystery. Do you, do you want to know? I, I I really would love to live in a scenario where I could open up a box and have a fully loaded bacon avocado burger because that just means that somebody else made me food. Oh. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't have to cook it. <laughs> Why? Oh, damn it, Jim. <laughs> I was on the wrong setting. I'm going to eat this salami shortboard. Yeah, stuff your mouth with more cheese, man. I'm so sad. <laughs> it's kind of rewarding to make your own food, though. Mm-hmm. You know, I was much healthier when I was by myself, for sure. I didn't care about buying stuff. Like, let me get all these groceries. Like, I ate beef and rice. Every day for a while. Yeah. And at that point, that's well, why that I sounds said, good too. It's not bad, but you took away the spices. Yeah. If I, if you can change up what beef and rice tastes like with a couple dashes of something, you know? I mean, think about it. If I take my avocado burger, I could just eat the bacon if I exactly. want. Exactly. You could take it apart. I could just enjoy the bacon. Just the bread. And the, yeah, I could take the bread and I could make avocado toast mm-hmm. and really become a basic bitch. Really, but really, really just, you know, lean why, into oh, that. Oh, this, this, oh, this is perfect. This reminds me of a question uh, that I've heard in the past. If you were stuck in a place and you could only have one fast food restaurant, you're stuck there forever. Five guys. Five, really? You're going to pay, for the rest of your life, it's this one place. Five one, guys. Really, I want you to, th- I, I like, I like your tenacity mm-hmm. of how you jumped out right with it. But take a step back for me. Okay. And really I, I will do th- that. Really think about the menus and the differences between the fast food restaurants. A very impulsive. I have mine picked. I've thought about it. Okay, so so th- this scenario is like where like a fast food place if you had to go there for every you're meal. You're on an island, you're never going to be found. And then there's a but Chipotle. There happens to be three empo- <laughs> three employees in this place. <laughs> Who's paying them? It doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> You have one fast food. You're stuck in a <laughs> Can dimension. Can you get a job there also? No. <laughs> no? No. No. Nope. <laughs> you're on, an, are, island, you're actually, on an island and then there's this place here and you can't apply? Actually, there's no employees. <laughs> there's just a tablet and you place your order and then the order comes out of a little slot. Oh. Yeah. So okay. there's no employees at all. There's, you're not getting anyone pregnant. <laughs> They're all dudes named Gary <laughs> that work there. <laughs> Well, if one Gary quits, and I can get his job. No, I was thinking it would be funny if they were there, but they couldn't see you, but they could take your order. So you can actually interact with them, but they will serve you food. <laughs> but they will show you no... Okay, okay, so I have to pick a fast food place. Yeah, it, it, think of all the menus of all the different places. And it's got to be drive through Popeyes. Ooh. Popeyes. Popeyes? Yep, with a bullet. Okay. That red beans and rice, dude. It's good. I can't. It's good stuff. I can't give that up. That's trash now. I can't give that red beans and rice up. It's good. It's the best side there. Yes. I like their biscuits, too. Yeah. But so I would bet that after a month, you'd be sick and tired of fried chicken. Oh, 
Fried chicken, yes. Yeah. Not fully loaded hamburgers, though. Fried chicken, yes. But this is the one place you pick. But it's, it's fried chicken. For but you. but Popeyes has other things than fried. chicken. They do chicken. have a grilled chicken. Yeah. But what else do they have? Biscuits. Well, they do have biscuit. They have the the sides. Macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese. They have green beans. Red beans and rice. Red beans and rice. Uh, mashed potatoes. And I made a mistake, didn't I? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I I chose one a long time ago. Uh huh. And it's not. It's a place that I don't eat. I don't. Stop. Nature's table. No. Okay. And I only stopped there once, and it was because of you, and you know why. I do. <laughs> Tell me the story. There's the lady that worked there. Mm. Well, she worked at Nature's Table, Jeremy. Yeah, you made me eat Nature's Table, <laughs> my fat little kid she self. She made great PB&Js. It's bullshit. It was all bullshit. I worked in a vegetarian restaurant. I know what it's like. It's bullshit. Well, yeah, the one that you worked at is all bullshit. All the vegetables are old. Oh, always. Yeah. They yeah. just cut the bad bits off. Yeah. It's gross. It's Wendy's. <sighs> Wendy's is the perfect... Fast food place to have on an island. Because they have great salads. They have salads. They have a bunch of different kinds of salads. There's like four oh, or five hard, salads. Oh, hard-boiled eggs. Hard-boiled eggs. They have loaded baked potatoes. They have chili. Dude, I love me Wendy's. They have chili. They have they bacon. Have the chicken things. They have the burgers. They have... There's there's so many different options Jeremy, at Wendy's. Jeremy, well, you, you realize that you could like take a series of Baconators and then tie them all together and then float, float your way... Out, yeah, float off the island. I would... Give me all your loaded baked potatoes... <laughs> And take the loading out of them. <laughs> Give me your raw potatoes. <laughs> I will plant my own crop. And I did hear that somewhere. That's I think it's a comedy from somebody, but I heard that a long time ago, and I was like, a comedy. It from somebody's. Somebody said it before. I okay. didn't come up with Wendy's as the perfect. Someone said that, and I oh, heard it. Oh, okay. And I was like, that makes total sense. That it would, and I hate Wendy's. I don't go to. Wendy's. I love Wendy's. I know you do. That's why I thought it was funny that you. Wouldn't I'll get me Wendy's. a Dave's triple. I'll do it uh, because my, I hate myself, Jeremy. <laughs> my buddy up in Washington, shout out Chris. He would always get that Dave's double. Mm. The double's good. I have yeah. actually, I've not bought the triples in a long time. I, I stick with the doubles because, you know, I'm in my 30s now. I got to wash my health. <laughs> when I go, I go, I, I'm a kid. I get a biggie bag. Oh, the bag? Yeah, I get my little four nuggies, my little burger. Yeah, I, I didn't even know that existed until someone told me about it. He's like, you know, you can get like, just like a sack of food mm -hmm. for like five bucks. It's a biggie bag. And I was like, what? It's four nuggies and a little burger and a fucking... I can go to Wendy's and give them five dollars? They'll just give me a sack of whatever? <laughs> I, went to this, I went to this place into Louisiana. I think it was called Twisties. Mm -hmm. I want to give a shout out to Twisties oh. in Louisiana because I was on a long drive. It was mm -hmm. like five hours, and I got there, and I pull into the fucking place, and it's like a 50s diner with Whis a drive-thru. Whiskey. Yes, whiskey. Uh, it's like a 50s diner inside with a bunch of memorabilia, and there's only like six of them mm -hmm. that exist. And I, I drove, and it was quick. The guy, I pulled up. They were fresh fucking, the best French fries I've ever had from a fast food place. I used to think Checkers back in the day were five the best. Guys. Five guys. Five Cajun. Five Guys Cajun fries yeah, are the, the best. Yeah, they're fan. And then you they're, dip in that, that malt vinegar. Yep, and it's because yeah. they're, they're like steak fries. They're chunky boys. Yeah, they're chunky boys. Yeah. and well, Actually, uh, no, the, the Five Guys aren't that thick. Then what am I thinking? They're like, I'm they're thinking like, of Ruby Tuesday. Or no, uh, <laughs> Ruby Red, Tuesday. Red Robin. <laughs> Red Robin. Right? Yum. Isn't it? it the, no, it's the burger place where you can... It's brews and burgers. Is that Red Robin? Burgers and boobs. Uh, nope. 
Wait, is, is it's you, Twin Peaks? Do you, oh. <laughs> it's Twin Peaks. That's like the American Hooters. Wait, no, Hooters what? is American. <laughs> it's Canadian Hooters. No, it's uh, it's it's just a better version. Mm. Shout out Twin Peaks. Uh, I don't go into these establishments. Wait, do they serve burgers at Twin Peaks? Yeah, they have all the stuff. It's but, like a or is, bu- it like a or is it like a wing place? It's wings and burgers. Okay, and so sports. it's Hooters. Yeah, but it's it's. I'm saying this. I don't know if this is the truth, but to me, it's a classier place from what I've heard. Because mm-hmm. I don't go into, I don't go to Hooters. I don't go to, just like I don't like strip clubs. I've been to a lot of strip clubs. Don't like strip clubs. I loved getting out of high school and then going to the local Hooters in uh, Merritt Island and then seeing all the ladies that graduated high school that got jobs at Hooters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the part. That's the thing about it. Is you're like it's these ladies. Hey, we had science class together. Yeah, and they're just showing it all out. And like, I get it. I get the allure to it. I just, I don't know. I don't want to eat my burger and look at some chick's tits and have her fake flirt with me. <laughs> it's weird. I don't like it. I mean, every bar, every bar where there's a lady bartender does the same thing. Well, there are bar. I've been to bars like really trashy. When you ones. go order an Elijah Craig whiskey, let me just. <laughs> mm. Hear that, guys? This <laughs> wonderful, wonderful whiskey drink. Yeah, there you go, Jeremy. We're synchronizing. Yeah, I think we're becoming one. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is great. <laughs> this is a good one. Do you like those places? Would Hooters? You just, yeah. W- let, all right. Let's say you're driving around. It's a work day. You got to go get lunch. Are you going to Hooters? No, God, no. Uh, actually, there was a fun story. My father. Uh, was the one who said once all of his sons turns turn eighteen, we're all gonna go to Hooters together. He, Elijah, made it to like sixteen. That's uh, Elijah's our youngest brother. He made it to like sixteen, and then we all went to Hooters. And I was like, he's not eighteen yet, though. And he's like, well, I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> I I was brought. It's to a, a perfect opportunity. I was brought to a Hooters uh, with my stepdad and two of my brothers, I believe, and I was. Young, I might have been like eleven or twelve, mm-hmm. and the waitress came over and they knocked the thing off the table to have her pick it up. They did the That's whole a thing. thing. Yeah, they did the whole thing where you drop. What do you mean the whole thing? It's where you drop something and make the waitress pick it up. So she bends over. So she knows what's going on. Yeah, it was a thing. She knew it was a thing. So she she did she what was so so if they dropped it too close to the table, she had to scoot the item back so that way she could bend over you. Look. Wait, no, is, you it, drop, is it a is it a boob look or an ass look? It's an ass look. Okay, you drop so, a thing so she has to turn around and pick it up. So over. you got you got to chuck it a, like a couple yards you just out. Push it off. You push it off the table <laughs> and, and it rolls. It's usually like quarters or something. You go. Okay, hey, hey, excuse me. Could this you? This is back in the day too. I want to say, and they're also. Uh, excuse me. Could you pick up my <laughs> casino chip that I dropped? My stepdad who did this is also dead, so you can't cancel him. <laughs> he did these things, and that's fine. It was part of his day, and but I just remember. Her like doing it and everyone being like blushed faced and like, oh, <laughs> cute girl, look at her butt, which I love looking at a girl's butt, Mike. But in that scenario, I'm like, can I have some chicken wings? <laughs> Ma'am, you forgot the blue cheese. <laughs> I don't want you coming over with your boobs spilling out like, <laughs> how's your day? What do you do for work? I'm like, I'll I need t- a, I need a fucking <laughs> refill is what I need. <laughs> I'll tip you if you bring me napkins. Like, stop. Like in my early twenties, especially going with all my roofers, 
we'd uh we sit down and then the 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 waitress comes and she sits down next to you to take your order like she scoots you over yeah and she's taking your order and it's like dude we're here i'm sitting across people who are saying the worst things yeah that you could possibly hear all the words that you're not supposed to say are being said yeah the by all the people who are allowed to say it i guess but they're <laughs> they're sure. saying all the worst things and then we're eating chicken wings. There's shit everywhere. There's fucking chicken bones. And then these girls are just trying to sit on your lap. Yeah. I don't like it. We are a jizzy pod. Go to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> MJS. Buffalo Wild Wings is fine. They, they're cute. And they bring you beer and leave you MJSY. <laughs> There's P-O-D. a phone number. What is that phone number, Mike? It's 903. 0660. What is the phone? You're the phone number guy. I know. That's why I threw it on you. God I have it. to look it up every time. I need, We both need to memorize that <laughs> phone number, Jeremy. <laughs> no one's sending shit to it anyways, you guys. Yeah, this is your fault. <laughs> I'd remember it if it was relevant. <laughs> <laughs> send shit. Send text messages. Send voicemails. We will play them on the show. It's 903-287-0660. And we have an email address. It's ajah, U-H-J-Y-E-A-H, at majizzypod.com. Ajah. M-J-S-Y-P-O-D. On all the things, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We have a TikTok. The, no one cares about that. But anyway, there's there's all those other things that we are. Uh, if you have a podcast you want us to steal, email the show. If you have music that you'd like to send in, like the band that was featured this week, send in your music. We'll play it. Just send send an email. Damn it. Hey, thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Can you believe we talked to that guy? I can. From France? Not believe it. I did believe it. I mean, it, happened. it was crazy. I was like... <laughs> What Whoa. an inspiring guy. I was like, what am I doing? I wasn't expecting that. I, I was should like, have been tasting wine and becoming cum laude. And- I thought it was all going to be that, like, can you just, like, if you, are you going to order something or not? Yeah, she answered super French. What was that she, was his wife, Mike. What was it that she said? She was like, I, I mean, I, I don't like wine, but I do like wine. Yeah, she's like, I like it, but I don't love it. I don't like it. I you was like, what, it's not you, the best thing said, in the world. You asked her, uh, what's your favorite wine? She's like, mm. Yeah. I like wine, but I don't really love it, so I don't have a favorite one. What are you guys coming to the? Yeah, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah, she was just yeah, she didn't want any part of it. And then that guy's wife, yeah, Olivier's wife yeah. answers the phone. Olivier, Olivier's wife answers the phone. That's who you were like. Do you have a sommelier we could talk to? And she's like, Oui, yeah. <laughs> I have a sommelier. I married him. Yeah. I bore his baby. Oh Here he is. And then he's <laughs> just like. Listen, this is what I like to do. And he's making... Ju- he was funny. Yeah, he was funny. He talked to us. He talked to you guys. What? How cool is that? It was so cool. What a good episode. Thank you, guys. Hey, Jeremy, I love you. I love you too, buddy. <gasps> Bye.
so much wine. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to mix whiskey with wine. Not a lot of things give me heartburn, but the combination of wine and whiskey really pulled it off. I think it was the salami for me. Yeah, the sharp board. We really demolished that thing. What a fun episode. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where any of my clothes are. I think we got to give this one back. <sighs> yeah. Rob! Rob? Rob, hey are guys. you done watching football? <laughs> yeah, I am. Who won? Colorado. They always win. Do they? Uh, with, with with their new coach, they seem to be doing pretty well. I like that guy. Yeah. He's 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 prime. Well, so we'll we'll take all of these empty bottles with us because uh you're in Texas. Uh we'll just throw them, you know, in a field somewhere for you so you don't have to. You need an Uber? <laughs> I like you, Rob. Uh, you're quick with the wit, the wit, Rob. I like it. <laughs> But anyway, here's here's your podcast back. I gotta lay down. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Wait, who do you think Uh-oh. we are? The, the Joe Rogan experience? <laughs> You're not. Not we're yet. We're getting there. there yeah. yeah. You know, here in a little bit, Jeremy, we're gonna be drinking a lot of whiskey, <laughs> and then the epi- the episode we're recording after this also involves drinking whiskey. So we need whiskey glasses. We need whiskey glasses. <laughs> yes. But it'll be a secret. Yeah, don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs>